Welcome to the podcast. My name is Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And I'm with my friend Jim Putman, who's the Senior Pastor here at Real Life Ministries. Jim, we're continuing uh, our questions in our, in our series through uh, the Lord's Prayer. And we are at the end of the prayer. So that means, obviously, we have to talk about and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Well, th- this one... Um, it ends with, uh, makes me think of watching a show on Netflix where the very end of it is confusing and then it goes to the next episode and you have to figure out what it is by watching the next episode. Lead us not in temptation. The first question I have is off this last part of the prayer is God, so then therefore God is leading me to be tempted? What's your take on that? Um, what, this is a, a difficult passage. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you have to do is, when you're, when you're thinking about biblical interp, you have to look at what first is what's called the grammatical principle, mm-hmm. which means what is the word temptation there? What is that word uh, in the Greek, in the original language? And it's um, to tempt or to test. Okay, so it's not necessarily lead me not into temptation, but lead me not into t- testing. Mm-hmm. And so here's the difficult part of that. God is going to lead us into testing. We are going to be tested. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is whether or not that testing will go beyond which, that which we are able. And then ultimately he's just saying, leave me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. So as I go through the testing of life and all the temptations mm-hmm. of my sinful nature, the devil the culture I live in, Lord, I don't want to sin. I mean, it's really, he's really saying, pray that you'll, you'll, you'll be in situations where God will give you the strength to get through. You'll Mm -hmm. choose to get through. Lord, you know what I can handle. I think about that Proverbs 30 verses seven through nine. He says, two things I ask you, Lord, don't deny me when I die Mm -hmm. and don't let me be deceived. Basically is Mm -hmm. what he's saying. And, and then he says, don't give me too much or too little, or else uh, I will, if you give me too much, then I'll, I'll kind of forget you and say, who is the Lord? Mm-hmm. And don't give me too little, or I will, uh, you know, shame you, Lord, because I'll steal to take care of my needs, you mm-hmm. know. He's saying, Lord, you know me. You know what I can handle. I, I don't want to sin. I don't want to be tempted and fail. So... Um, as I read the rest of Scripture, one of the other principles of, of proper hermeneutics or understanding of Scriptures is called the synthesis principle. And, and, and what that means is you look at that one passage, mm-hmm. but you look at all of Scripture uh, uh, that has to do with that passage because it all comes from the Holy Spirit. So when you put it together, can you piecemeal it together? And I, 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 this is in James mm-hmm. uh, chapter 1, verse 12. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying here is, you're going to... 
you know, anyone who lives on planet Earth is going to deal with internal temptation. And you, you could, you know, you could be going down to the store and you could be tempted uh, through visual lust that you didn't plan on. Or somebody cut me off. Somebody cut me off, anger, mm. uh, to buy something you don't need, to mm. covet somebody else's. I mean, we, ha- we, we live in a world where there is temptation around us because of our sinful nature, the culture, and the devil. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, Lord, um, as I remember, you are my Father, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be your name. You are my Father. You are awesome. Mm-hmm. Your kingdom come, your will be done mm-hmm. in my life. I want your will. Lord, I just want you to take care of my daily bread. I don't want to covet things I don't need. Mm-hmm. I don't want to compare my life to somebody else's and be tempted by the enemy to to worry or be greedy or lust. Today, Lord, I'm going to be satisfied with my daily bread. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and then he talks about um, forgive me as I forgive those around me, right? So help me to, to be a grace giver. I needed grace. That's You're my father who gave mm-hmm. me grace. I need grace. I need to forgive others, right? Um, and then, Lord, the enemy, as I'm trying to, to walk with God in all these ways, the enemy is going to tempt me and, and test me. And, and you're, you allow that. You don't just, you allow the testing. It's, mm-hmm. it's From your perspective, testing, it's like, uh, that's different than temptation. Uh when I'm putting somebody in a wrestling match, I'm testing them against a good opponent to, to, so they can grow and get better. Mm-hmm. And in revealing some things about their weaknesses for, be- for, for, for them to get better. I'm not, though it is a temptation for them to quit, that's not my goal. I don't want them to quit. It's mm-hmm. a temptation, I want them to reject that. And uh, in the same way we are going to go through these things in life, God, you know what I can handle. My number one thing is I want to be honoring to you. I want to I be able to face those things. I want to be God's man. Deliver me. Just keep me out of evil. Direct my steps. You know what I can take. Don't give me anything more. Uh, but, but I want to be in the middle of the battle doing important things, but just protect me mm-hmm. against the enemy. And so it's the same sort of thing Ephesians 6 does. After we find out who we are in Christ and what the church, what our role in the church is and how to be a family spiritually and then the home, what does that look like? And then the work life. And then he closes with, hey, but but while you're trying to let Jesus reign in your whole life, mm-hmm. we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces. So be ready to battle. Mm-hmm. Understand where it's coming from. Put on the armor. That's really what Jesus is doing here in this prayer. Especially with the context of uh, the whole the whole prayer. You can make a case that it is a day. It's intended to be a daily thing. So before I'm ready to go, uh, I'm getting uh, my heart aligned with God and setting my day for just for that day, not for the because we're going to pray again the next day, and, that, and that's the word. You know, I'm getting that from daily bread. But so when he's saying and uh, lead us not into temptation, but he's saying uh, in my mind, he's saying that that is for the day. Because you're going to be out there in the world, and things are going to happen, and um, he's acknowledging that we're to be alert and awake because the devil is a roaring lion. Right. Understand, you have an adversary today. That's right. I mean, that's really what he's saying is, as you're trying to be my person out there daily, understand that you have a tempter, a deceiver out there. So mm-hmm. keep your eyes open, be alert, don't get distracted. That's how he's ending this: is that you're walking into a battle. Mm-hmm. 
And I think, and, and sometimes we, because of our own flesh, lose that battle, and we end up, which I, there's a lot of feelings I hate. This is one that uh, I really hate. And it's after the end of the day, you have done evil, it wasn't what your attention was, but now you're now you're looking back at what you did, not what somebody else did, because that's you know forgive others. Yeah. Um, you're looking at just what you did in light of what you should have done, and you realize you've done evil and you didn't want to. That is a terrible feeling. So I get I get the idea of which is why it's daily. Now we're like that's right. But you're my father. Because if you reset, you're like, hey, I blew it. There was things. There's sin of commission and omission. Mm-hmm. Commission means I did things I shouldn't, and omission means I didn't do things I should. Right. But the reason we start the day off is we start out with, but you're my father. I'm saved by grace through faith. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. I blew that. But help me to be alert today. Mm-hmm. Every day there's this reset of uh, I'll try to make right what I did wrong mm-hmm. and try to learn from that. I'm still, I can still walk in the throne room of God. You know, if I lost to the devil in some way yesterday. That doesn't mean I can't come into the throne room of God. Jesus paid for that. Mm -hmm. But it also means, again, I'm starting with, but God. Um, That's why this meditating on this Mm -hmm. and and thinking through this, what he's really saying is, while you're trying to do God's will, you're walking right into a firestorm. Mm -hmm. Trust God, do what he asks you to do, and this is a daily reset, abiding daily. And that this Lord's prayer is really about how do you abide? Well, and that I, I 100% agree with that. And the other thing too is is it really focuses you on uh, the things that we should be focused on. So many times we talk about you know I did something bad in the past. That's yesterday. That's yesterday. We got to keep moving on. Just like your point is, we're starting over again the ne- the next day. And let's just remember that you know that is taken care of. Don't go back there. The same goes for. People that have hurt you, you don't go back on them because and, and not forgive them because otherwise you don't get this forgiveness that you're in on this morning for yourself if you go back and, and well, bring drag that forward too. Yeah. You just start new every day. You're like, I know I needed you after yesterday. I need you, Lord, and thank you that you made a way for me to come in this room and call you dad. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's where that leads to this. So often, we don't feel like the devil tells us we're not worthy. After we blew it, we're not worthy to go back in there. Or we got to get our act together before we can go right, back in Right, right, get cleaned up. No, Jesus had his act together for me. And as I go in there and I think about how much grace he gives me, mm-hmm. but I didn't give yesterday, it's like, it, yet he, he still wants to be my father. Hallowed be your name. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's that worship piece. I, I was really struggling with this, and my counselor, Mark, said something to me. I, I'm, he was like, Jim, when you fail, the voice in your head is you've got to get it right before you go to the Lord, and then the more you try, you realize you fail. He goes, no, your failure leads to the worship of God. Your failure leads to God. You are so good for forgiving me. Mm-hmm. Um it was just it motivates me to want to to do it better because I've soaking in that. Now I when you squeeze me, that's what I get. Right, right. And that's what that daily reset and pondering, you know, not just the formula words you mm-hmm. say, but Lord, today. Mm-hmm. Our Father. You're my Father. Right? And because you're my such a good Father, 
your will be done. You're also mm-hmm. my king. Mm-hmm. What a great thing to have a, fa- a king who's that kind of father. Yeah, if you trust him, why wouldn't you trust what, what his will is, yeah. what he's going to do in the future? And, and so what you're doing, you're working out of his grace, but the devil will turn it into um, either a license to sin, like you're my father, but I don't have to do your will, mm-hmm. or he'll turn it into you are not a good son. You can't go in there until you get it, mm-hmm. get it together. But it's not until you actually sit with him in, and in, in his fatherhood, your sonship, that you actually have the strength and the wisdom to handle all those other things. Mm-hmm. So he knows if he can cut you off from the source, then everything you else you do isn't from the right motivation or done the right way, or from the right spirit, or have the right strength. Mm-hmm. The the Lord's prayer turns out to be. Um, well, you know, you were talking about saying it before the football game. You know, I, re- I remember that. And I don't know where that got started. I'm sure it was some Catholic high school somewhere. But, you know, that that is a fairly big tradition in football mm-hmm. is before you go out there, mm-hmm. you're going to do the Lord's Prayer. But but then after the football game. Oh, well, I, you know, you, you might as well, but I don't know what, you might as well be just yelling or something. They had no impact on the, on the players. But then you realize that really the Lord's Prayer really is the fundamentals of being a Christian. It is the blocking and the tackling. And, yeah. and if we go through that list, it's like forget about the rest of the football game. Uh, if we're able to do this in our own Christian walk we, on, a, on a daily basis, these concepts, and take us back to the center and, uh, and start again, then, then we will have victory that day. And then the next day we start all over again. Well, yeah, and the victory part is in there's a heart change. It's a spirit of repentance. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we're going to get everything right in a day. In fact, if I get everything right in an hour, I feel, mm-hmm. feel like I had a good hour, right? But, again, it, it, this, this changes why we do what we do, how we do what we do, when we set reset daily mm-hmm. we take up our cross daily and follow him and uh and so it changes everything so I, I think this has been a good series i think so too because you know it's jesus's words and he knows what he's talking about and he's the hero of the story it is always amazing though when you when you uh take something like this that you you have looked at before and it just every time in, in, in the Bible, every time you look at it, it has the ability to peel an onion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're you're a different person when you read it, uh, just because you're older or it's a different time period, and you you know your sort of environment might be have changed. But every time you read it, there is one more layer that gets peeled, and it's it is just always. Uh, amazing to me. So, anyways, I am glad that we've had this chance to go through uh, Lord's Prayer. Yeah, you know what it does to me. I, when I was a kid, I I got into everything. I would get so dirty, and I remember it's hard to picture. Yeah, I remember my mom would give me a bath, mm-hmm. and she had this brush, mm-hmm. right? And so she went to town on me with that brush. You know this, you know in my ears, you know because mm-hmm. I was so dirty, and. And it didn't, it kind of hurt sometimes. Yeah. Right? I mean, she wasn't trying to hurt me, but this whole cleaning thing, that's what the Lord prayer, Lord's Prayer is for me. It's like this cleaning mm-hmm. that sometimes hurts and gets into cracks and crevices that mm-hmm. you just, wait, whoa, yeah. you know, that's not, I, yeah, I, that's not fun. That's, that's in my, get that thing out of my ear, you know, yeah. or my eyeball or, you know, when you're little, who, who knows where you get dirt, but. <laughs> Especially boys. Yeah. But uh, that's what the Lord's Prayer does. It's just like the daily cleansing 
if we come at this with the right heart and mm-hmm. really mean what this says and ponder it, meditate on it, it does change us. It's really good. Well, uh, thanks, Jim, and uh, thanks for joining us on this topic.